welcome to this month's episode of Talks with Izzy and wow, what a journey it has been. We're now in the year 2022, um, unfortunately the first episode I didn't have a chance to talk like this, um, but it's really really good to be back. We're on the 21st episode and this will be aired on the Tuesday the 15th of February. 2022 it is currently recording this at half past nine on the 4th of february so this is (laughs) i'm recording it uh, a little bit early but that's good um if you've seen any promotion towards this show we have uh two artists on and we have a band a nottingham band called fakers which I sadly haven't had a chance to see them in person yet, but I've checked out some of them some of their music and they are great. And then we also have a solo artist singer called Francis Baker, who uh, supported Arlo Parks uh on her UK tour of the Collapsed in Sunbeams. And I saw Arlo Parks, I think it was early September October just currently checking the date now it was quite a while ago I remember that um I do remember it was one of the first gigs back in after lockdown but seeing that show was absolutely amazing it was the 5th of September um I'm just gonna play you a little clip from Francis Baker Francis was absolutely amazing Yeah, that's that's the two clips I've got of Francis and she's an amazing singer-songwriter. I love love her voice and when she performed on stage, she pretty much just used live or live pre-recorded samples and I really liked her style as a solo artist. Um like normally with a solo artist you see them coming out with a guitar. Uh, or like a piano keyboard or any sort of instrument or having someone backing them but having them seeing Francis like this was kind of really inspiring for me like she sat down and she just really connected to the audience it was quite a chilled show Uh, it was like indie bedroom pop her sound and uh, she's got a she's got two singles out Uh, when I saw her her debut single of uh, bringing me down was just just coming out and i absolutely love bringing me down i love like the simplicity of it and but it's also really effective which is my kind of music and i absolutely love Uh, she also has a single called crazy now which is also amazing i would really really check out her music and she's just a really really great performer and uh, she is a uh, an American performer. She's from America, so I don't know any tours if when she'll be coming back to the UK. But I really hope it's soon, to say the least, because I absolutely love her music and she just gives amazing energy and vibes. And it's pretty re- really chilled. And 
I would just really like to see her perform again. It's very like eye-opening and inspiring because it's like my kind of music that I like. Um, and then Fake is official. Um, that's just their name on Instagram if you want to go check them out. Uh, they describe themselves as a raw power punk rock and roll, which is super super cool. I I really wish I I've seen them. Hopefully, I get to see them soon. Uh, recording this, it is the fourth of February, um, but they will be performing at the Chameleon on the 9th of February, February, which hopefully I will be able to see. I would love, love, love. Uh, to see them perform like I've seen like little snippets of themselves and I'm going to see if I can get a little snippet up now because I don't want this video to get it copywritten and that's them playing Blue Note at Derby um, which I haven't actually been to a music venue in Derby I was meant to go to the Dobrek, Dobrek, I don't know how to pronounce it, sorry, please don't come for me, uh, Studios, um, and I was meant to be seeing them, seeing um, a couple of bands perform, but I was ill and I wasn't able to go, um, but I know they have started again, the the studios, and they have a new location. Um, something which I think is really important um, to share is on the 29th of December when they was really like showing themselves because I was meant to go on a show I think on the 28th to see um, a band that I know called Pace uh, performing there um, but wasn't able to go due to illness and all of this was very big in the news and they actually um, the studios was on uh, BBC News so I'm just going to play this little clip snippet it's just one minute and listen to all i think it's really really important especially being in the live music industry myself i think it's really important to share this finding new premises dobrek studios was told it would have to leave its current location before christmas to make way for a new multi-million pounds entertainment venue in the city navtez shahal reports This place, recording studio and music venue Dubrick Studios, means everything to Midland's pop-punk band Maxwell Avenue. It's been sort of a home away from home for us, especially being performing musicians and having a space that does look and sound like this. There's not many places like it, really. But in November, things looked bleak for the business, based here on Beckett Street in Derby. The building is to make way for the new £45 million Beckettwell performance venue, and Dubrick faced an uncertain future. We were going to have to leave our premises on uh, the 18th of December. Um, it was looking like we weren't going to get any kind of assistance in terms of funding. Um, we didn't have a building to go. So, yeah, that's the little one minute clip they have. And you can tell how important it is for people to really just listen to it and just being in the music industry is such a huge thing and it's something that we really really need to push for especially if you're listening to this um but luckily they now have a new place to stay that uh, was uh the news uh bbc news a clip that i just shown was late december but now they have a new place and they have just recently 
moved in within the last couple of days like three days i think the start of february they have started to move in so hopefully um i'll be able to see their new studio when it's all set up and i'll be able to see some bands performing um another band which i did really wish i saw was fakers was also performing at the studios on i think it was like the 14th the first thing they was performing with the honeymoon suite and the honeymoon suite are also amazing um would love to have them on my show and just being just like i just love music so much um i'm gonna stop talking and i'm gonna go on to uh the fakers interview and i really really hope you enjoy hey i'm uh, alex from the punk band uh, fakers um i'm the singer and the front man so we're kind of a punk kind of punk rock and roll garage punk kind of band um gigging all around derby and knots kind of area that's where we're where we're based our uh, writing process kind of it tends to differ depending on who's written the song um if i write a song i tend to come up with a riff and then usually have the lyrics and then sort of go from there and then bring it to the band or um say josh will write a song and bring it or maybe ed uh, might write a song or might have a riff and some lyrics and then bring it to practice or there's been other occasions where me and josh will meet up and then he might have a guitar riff and i might have the lyrics and then we'll kind of work on it together or just sort of jam some ideas and it all kind of falls together usually i'll sort of have say the majority of a song like i love the chords and the lyrics the vocal melody and then it's sort of a case of combining other people's ideas with the kind of template we're massively inspired by the kind of 70s punk post-punk and 60s garage rock stuff Bands like uh, The Stooges, The Cramps, The Damned, uh, The Dead Boys, those kind of groups really uh, really might inspire us to make our own music. The whole like punk thing of do it yourself, like do it your own way. You don't have to like know all the scales and all the like technical stuff, just sort of like go and do it. That's really what got me into like making music, just uh, that attitude of, well, if, if you can do it, I can do it kind of thing. Sort of want to keep music like raw and just like authentic, really, just like loads of energy and just, just kind of like fun, really, isn't it? It's great to sort of like get up on stage and just kind of go mental. <laughs> So in the future, we sort of want to just keep gigging, keep reaching more people, just keep playing. Um, we're planning on recording uh, next month, so we should have a single out later in the year, hopefully uh, in a couple of months. Um, then we should uh, be recording a video for that, so that'd be really cool. So our next gig we've got, we're playing um, Percy Pickerbackers, and that's on the 8th of March. Then uh, any other gigs we've got coming, they'll be on our uh, social media. 
So it's uh, Fakers Official, that's on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Then on uh, Twitter, we're Fakers Band. So yeah, check us out. Yeah, uh, cheers. Thank you so much. Um, please, please do go check out their music. Go check out their shows. And I'm really excited to hear that there is possibly going to be a single release uh, later on in the year, which is super, super cool. Um, at the moment, uh, I've been doing, uh, for college, I've been doing live lounge sessions, uh, which if you go check out <laughs> my Instagram, you'll be able to see some of them. I've just put like story highlights and then I've made a post. Uh, the other day I was production manager for a live lounge session for Left Hand Lane, which are amazing. Nottingham Band, and if you haven't heard them, I would highly, highly, highly recommend going and checking them out. This is, I'm going to play a little clip from their performance the other day. So, as you can tell, they're very, very loud, which is great. It's great. They they sounded amazing. Um, because we did a broadcast mix, um, they had like no actual things. They only had like monitors in there and uh, their amps, and it was great. It was loud, but. It was amazing. My ears were ringing in the best way possible. Um, and I was really, really happy of how I did that day. Um, everyone did amazing. Everyone was like, so focused. And everyone in the group are only level two, um, level three, second year um, live technical event students. And I'm really proud. I am a student as well. I'm not trying to put people down because I am a student everyone is absolutely amazing and I don't understand how people can take in half of what I can't understand it's such a technical thing but it's amazing and I'm currently doing that for assessments I also did a couple more for a singer called Josh Turner who is also amazing he's like folky singer and he has an amazing tone i absolutely love his his tone um when early 2018 i performed in a show and i was the opening act i'm pretty sure josh uh joshua turner also performed in that show not i don't think it was directly after me but it wasn't like the furthest after me i'm going to play a little bit of their sound i'll also go check out their music so it's very like melodic and soft and it just it sound amazing through the mix uh, i worked on monitors uh, that day and I, I actually felt really comfortable and confident with what i was doing and i, I think i did great and um, he sounds amazing 
I think uh, they're now a university student uh, on the performance course, which is amazing. And that's another thing I'm waiting for is university. Um, I've applied for university in September. Um, I'm pretty torn whether not to do music performance or technical events um, for university. I've been, that's the problem is I've done both of them at college level, level three for, so I've been at college for four years. Um, but I've also been accepted for university and it's just like, wow um what do i do now uh because i've been accepted for both choices which is it, it's great i'm really really thankful for but it's like i'm still torn it, at least if i wasn't accepted for one it would be like okay this is the right thing to do i should do this because if i wasn't accepted for it i probably shouldn't do it so <laughs> it's a little bit of a hard decision at the moment i do not know i'm just hoping it's going to come to me um but if I still, if I do the technical events, I can at least still do my music on the side, which I was hoping to do for these last two years, but I haven't really had a chance. Everything's just been so hectic. Like, time has literally flown by, and I don't know how most people have done it. I do want to hopefully release a single before summer this year. Um, recently, um, someone very close to me has passed away like extremely close in my life and I would like to write a song for them as they was a big advocate for my music and I know that he would be really proud of me or well, he he is really proud of me of where I am and with my music and I think he would be proud knowing that I'm I'm still carrying on and I'm carrying on for myself and for him and I would love to write a song dedicated to him not anything sad but something that speaks volumes and it's just something that I would really like to do <laughs> on a more positive note um, our next interview is Frances Baker and I really really hope you enjoy her little interview section Hi, um, I'm Frances Baker. I'm a musician. I produce, I write, and I sing. Um, I sometimes play instruments, um, but I make music that I produce. Um, I have two songs out as of right now. I have one on the horizon and an EP coming out soon. Um, I have grown up playing acoustic music. I've played with kind of more soulful jam bands and now I'm producing my own music um I am from Nashville but I'm currently a student in Boston um I will be graduating soon um and I am really excited to be talking about my music my upcoming projects um and just what the future has in store and um yeah <laughs> My inspirations range constantly. I um I'm really into soundscapes. I'm really into music that's fun to listen to but not too intense. Um so you can listen to it for a while without kind of getting a headache or getting overwhelmed, hopefully. Um I really like 
Solange, and I really like Flying Lotus, I like Erica Badu, um, I also like, like Frankie Cosmos and Angel Olsen, so I have a wide range of inspirations. I Oh, I'm definitely really inspired by old kind of soul music, I love, um, like, do, mi, so background harmonies, um, and very, like, like, authentic background vocals, not authentic, but just more, like, not so perfect, where you can hear each voice kind of distinctly, um, and old, like, live music, room microphones, but I'm also inspired by, like, fun synths and, like, magical sounds. I really am amazed by how much you can do with production these days. In the future, I will definitely be putting out more music. I'm working on lots of music. I'm trying out different styles of music, more soulful leaning. Um, I really want to collaborate with people more. Um, yeah, I just want to put out a bunch of music. I want to put out merch on a tour. I plan on doing as much as I can. And, um, yeah, like, I really want to... I plan on 1,000% putting out music. I have this EP, and then after this... First one comes out, I have another one that I'm almost done with. So I really also want to put that out, maybe not too far in the future. This is for question one. Um, when I write my music, I often start off by humming a melody and then writing chords to accompany it. Um, after I do that, I normally start working in a DAW. I'll start um, working on a computer and building kind of a soundscape around it. And then um, depending on the feel and how much I've written, I will continue writing or um, if I've already written a whole song, I'll just do production. Maybe I'll shorten a section, maybe I'll lengthen a section. I might add another, um, like a bridge, um, and then after that, I will bring it to, um, my kind of band, and we'll get some live instruments replacing samples that I've done, and, um, we'll all, like, kind of chat and pitch in, and they'll add some flair to some of the songs. I also think it's good to mention, lyrically, Chord-wise, I normally just use the same kind of few chords, or I'll learn a, I'll learn a new set of songs, and I'll kind of take chords from those songs. Um, and lyric-wise, I normally just make stuff up, kind of improv, and then keep what I like and change what I don't like. So, I've always been pretty into music. I sang a lot as a kid. Um, like, I played Tammy Wynette in my fourth grade play, who's an old country singer. Um, I 
have always just loved to sing. I started writing my own music probably in middle school, maybe seventh or eighth grade. Um, and then from there, I started playing out live when I was like 14 or 15 and playing with a band. So music's always just kind of been in my life and I've always um, really enjoyed making original music. I didn't start producing until the pandemic hit actually. Both my parents are big into music as well. Like um, my mom really loves 70s music and my dad um, had a big record collection and really liked artists like Janis Joplin. Um, and so that also influenced me.